Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio. I'm Mark the Engineer, and by God, on the line, we've got Frank Selby. Frank, are you there? Yes, I'm here, and we're ready to go. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we have three minutes. I want everybody to hear this. Have you ever heard of quilt on barns? Quilt what? I mean, like painting or what? Yeah. Well, at first, I, that's what I thought, a big hanging quilt on the side of a barn. It's not. What they started really a lot back in the Midwest is they're painting pictures on the barns and then putting a frame around them. Some are actually quilts, some are fish. Everything under the sun, uh, like one that's got about five different uh, lightning rods painted on a a big picture on the side of a barn. (laughs) I have never seen anything like that. I remember when I was a little tiny kid, they used to paint signs, right, Mark? Well, they they had ads on the side of the barns for tobacco and farm equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, but now they're painting all these neat things on the side of the barn. So I guess if you're driving across the Midwest, (laughs) you have something to look at about every mile or so. But that's got to be such a big job. I mean, you got to be up on scaffolding or something, don't you? Yes, you do. uh, What I've heard, too, I I just found out today. They they get four pieces of eight-by-four-foot plywood. Yeah. They paint them on the ground, and then they put them up on the barn, and then they put a frame around them with wood. Okay, that's that's different, and that totally makes sense. Yeah, I don't think my sister should be up on a barn at uh, her age. <laughs> <laughs> None of us should, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I don't like heights to begin with. Yeah, yeah. We have some... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, we're just uh, getting ready to hit this first break here, and... Um, Gosh, we've got a pretty good show coming up. We've got Paul Reese, we've got Linda and Kathy, and uh, got a whole bunch of people. So kind of hang in there, Frank. I'm going to go ahead and take this break, and we'll be back in just a little bit. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, everybody. John is running late today, but uh, we've got Frank Selby on the line. So, Frank, take it away. Okay. I have Paul from the Amazon, and I'd like Paul to tell us his website, and then we're going to get down to a lot of questions. Paul, how about giving your phone numbers, your website, and all that? Certainly, Frank. Our website is Acute Angling, A-C-U-T-E-A-N-G-L-I-N-G dot com. And we are, uh, we fish in the Amazon. You can reach us in the States at our 800 number, 866-832-2987. And... Paul, uh, the uh, you have uh, uh, how many rooms on the uh, boat uh, suites on the Amazon? On your, well, we have uh, three operations in the Amazon, Frank. Uh, we have a mothership operation. We have a beautiful 10-year-old boat called the Blackwater Explorer that has 10 cabins, can accommodate up to 20 people, although our typical group size is about 10 to 12. Uh, beautiful boat, air-conditioned, private bathrooms in each cabin, hot showers, uh, very elegant, comfortable boat. Our floating bungalow operation is a bit different. Uh, It's focused on fishing headwaters regions. It accommodates eight people, and each of our bungalows are air-conditioned, private bathrooms, and hot showers. And finally, we have a multi-species operation 
in Brazil's Guiana Shield Mountains. And this is not so much about peacock bass, although we have a fast water species there. This is about variety. We have payara and wolffish and bicuda and pescada and giant catfish up to 350 pounds. Variety is the key word here. Yeah. Well, what kind of equipment, if I was coming down, should I use? Uh, you know I'm a fly fisherman, but I'd like to hear on both sides. And uh, what would you suggest? Well, for conventional tackle, we provide the tackle for all of our anglers. Uh, we access our locations by float plane, so we like our people to travel light, and as a result, we provide really high-end gear. Uh, we have graphite rods and all Shimano, Stratic, and Corrado reels for conventional anglers. Uh, for fly fishermen, well, we understand real well that fly fishermen cherish their four-piece rods, and fly fly tackle is is carried by the angler. Uh, what I recommend for a fly fisherman, it, and it varies with the trip, but in general, across the board for our trips, I recommend a nine weight, and this is your bread and butter big fish rig. Uh, it will you'll string it with a three hundred, a two hundred to three hundred grain line, depending on what you're comfortable throwing. And you're going to throw a big subsurface fly. Uh, this is focused on big fish. I also recommend that anglers bring an eight weight, and they bring an intermediate line and a floater. Floater's a lot of fun. You won't catch very many big fish on a floater. Uh, big fish are are really more likely to, to be caught on that subsurface fly, but you'll catch catch tons of little fish, and the strike on the surface is really a rip. It's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, straight shot of monofilament, unless you're trying to set a record for your leader, and a nice loop knot to tie on the fly. Yeah. And uh, what's an average day? Uh, don't be specific, but you say three anglers go out for the day. On one, what's the average uh, fishing time, and what you never know what's going to be pulling on your line? Is that correct? Well, it depends. Uh, again, it's it's a function of the trip you select. If you select one of our peacock bass trips, our focus is putting peacock bass on your line, uh, and you can pretty much pretty much be guaranteed that your primary catch is going to be peacocks. Only our multi-species trip has that great variability. We send out two anglers in a boat with a Brazilian guide. Our boats have casting platforms, front and rear. Uh, they, we, we've taken great care to make sure there's no protruding hardware so fly fishermen can strip their line right at their feet. Uh, the the boats are designed to get us into very small water. We're not about trying to show off big, fancy, wide boats that don't go in where the fish are. We're all about building boats specifically for our purpose. So each of our operations has its own very special purpose-made boat. Our mothership operation uses an 18-foot aluminum bass boat that we have 
built with a modified V in the front and flat through the rear so we can cut through any kind of water and get into small fisheries. Uh, this trip is focused on productivity, and a fly fisherman can catch 20 to 50 fish a day here. And, you know, one hates to give out numbers, so I'm very conservative in terms of my numbers. I know. Our other I've seen our, photographs. Okay. Our floating bungalow operation is more attuned to trophy hunting. Uh, so we use a very special uh, uh flat-bottom boat. Uh, they're designed to get into the tiniest of backwaters, into regions that nothing else can get into. Because our focus is trophies, we're not as concerned with productivity. We will move our operation to where we think we're going to have the best shot at trophies. So the numbers there are more variable, but they can be just as high or even higher. The chance of a trophy is a little bit higher. And finally, our multi-species operation, numbers here are almost meaningless because it is very much a function of what the angler wants to accomplish. If the angler says, my goal today is Pyara, well, he may spend quite a bit of time till he finds himself in habitat holding Pyara. Uh, numbers here are not about being high. They're about this great variety. If you take what the river gives you, in other words, fish the habitat as you find it, uh, one tends to find higher numbers here. Uh, wonderful fishery, great adventure type trip. Yeah. Oh, one more question right now that I think everybody needs to know. Actually, in my opinion, there's none, but what dangers do we have to worry about? Do we have to worry about shots or anything like that? Interestingly enough, and most people think they're going into the ultimate hellhole of the planet, but the regions we fish, the regions that hold peacock bass, are all blackwater systems. Blackwater is extremely acidic and it does not permit the maturation of mosquito larvae. So there are no mosquitoes where we fish. And when I tell this to people, they look at me like I'm from Mars, but the fact of the matter is no mosquitoes where we fish. So no mosquito-borne diseases, no yellow fever, no malaria, no Zika. That being said, you will pass through cities and human habitation, and it's probably not a bad idea for folks to take an anti-malarial pill because wherever there are human humans living, there is a possibility for mosquitoes. In terms of other dangers, our fisheries are typically in Indian reservations or in regions where we've paid the community for permission to fish there. So we are the cash cow in most areas, and we are well cared for by the locals. Honestly, the only dangers we have, well, I, I tell people we don't lose more than two or three people a year, and those are the guys who don't tip well. And obviously, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm, I got that. Leave them on the sandbar. <laughs> one more, one more question. A basic trip. Uh, I think you do seven days or ten days. Which is it? All of our trips are seven days in the fishery. Okay. Hey, Frank, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's hold that question until after the break. We've got a break coming up here, and uh, uh, this is incredible. People need to go to acuteangling.com and uh, see what's going on with this thing. We're going to be back in just a little bit. Hang on there.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Good old John is running late today, but uh, I'm Mark here in the studio. We've got Frank Selby on the line with Paul Reese, and we're talking about some money. Go go ahead, Frank. Oh, yes. Okay, Paul. What, what's the different uh, 
trips you do and what's the price of them. Could you give us a little bit of a rundown on them and what there is to do on each one? Sure, I certainly can, Frank. Um, our, our pricing on all of these trips is based on logistics. We, we're the owner, operator, outfitter, and organizer of all of our trips. There are no agents involved. There are no middlemen. So we price our trips very strictly on, on what it costs to operate them. And I'll walk you through them and and try to give you an idea of, of the logistical characteristics of each one and 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 how that impacts the price. That our least expensive really and our, our most elegant and most productive trip is our mothership operation, the Blackwater Explorer. And it's the least expensive because logistically it's the easiest to supply. The boat moves through uh, various trunk rivers and into secondary and tertiary tributaries in the system, and we simply supply it with a supply boat. We can carry six weeks' worth of supplies. So for us, logistically, this is easy. And that tri- those trips uh, range from 4450 to 4950, depending on which type of cabin you want. There are turnkey packages and everything other than tipping and international airfare, and a Brazilian visa is included in the package. That trip is focused on consistent productivity. We roam through the river systems to find the best conditions, the best water levels, and we're always in optimal fishing conditions, and this allows us to have very, very consistent productivity throughout the entire fishing season from September through March. Because this trip is so mobile, it also allows us to accommodate a lot of other activities. Sometimes uh, couples come, and we try to organize our groups into couples weeks where it's appropriate so that the ambiance on the boat is appropriate, if you would. We also do a lot of other activities besides fishing if folks are interested. We'll visit Indian villages. We will do jungle hikes. uh, We do shore lunches. We give seminars about the Amazon aboard the boat. My background is as a uh, I'm a neotropical ichthyologist, and I have my doctorate in these fish. Uh, So we can transport a lot of knowledge to our anglers. Um, and this trip is is really a great trip for the ladies because they don't have to fish every second of every day. Hmm. Our floating bungalow trip is accessed only by float plane, and so we're unable to supply it uh, in an easy fashion, which means every can of beer and every gallon of gas is coming in by an expensive route. So this trip's a bit more expensive, not much. It's uh, 49.50, and this trip uses a floating system that allows us to get into headwaters. It'll get through one foot of water, and we can put it up into regions that nothing else reaches. This allows us to focus on accessing trophy fish, and it also gives us a different kind of region to fish in. Uh, very comfortable trip, and lots of the ladies enjoy it as well, but this is a trip for ladies who want to fish all the time. Yeah. Finally, our, our 
lodge in the in Brazil's Guiana Shield Mountains is a great trip for everyone. This is an adventure trip. Uh, it's a fast water river system. We keep kayaks there. Anglers can fish out of the kayaks. They can run the river in the kayaks. We are inside of an Indian reservation, and our guides are local indigenous folks. Uh, they will be happy to take you to visit their village. They will be happy to take you on evening uh, hunts. They do the hunting, of course, because hunting is not permitted in the Amazon. Yeah. Uh, but it's a spectacularly interesting experience with lots of wildlife. This trip is in the mountains. There's no way to get anything except literally carrying it over waterfalls or flying it in on the float plane. So it's our most expensive trip at fifty-seven fifty. Well, for the bucket list, that's not expensive at all, and your airfare is probably around twelve hundred to fourteen hundred to get there. Correct about that? You got that just about on the money. Yeah, you're about right. <laughs> I'm doing research because I'm coming next year. Good. We will. We will enjoy hosting you. I'll make sure I'm your host when you come. Okay, I, I'm counting on that. And, you know, uh, we see each other every year at the show. And we always say hi, but we never have time to talk because both of us is always so busy at the Fred All Show. We don't have time to talk and meet with our friends. So I'm so thankful you came in to help today. Would you, uh, the other thing I wanted you to do really, again, give them all the website information and then we'll go to a couple questions. I got a couple other little questions I've got to ask you before we go. Certainly. How's the website, once again, is acuteangling.com. Uh, you can reach us by telephone at our 800 number, and that's 866-832-2987. If you're looking for me, I'm at Extension 1. Uh, Gary, uh, who can tell you all about our trips as well, is at Extension 2. And uh, we can be emailed at webmaster at acuteangling.com. Thank you. Uh, Mark, you got a question you want to ask? Well, Paul, you, uh, yeah, I was just kind of wondering, how the heck did you get into this line of work? What, what was your first trip? What happened? Well, we need a five-hour radio show for that story, but I'll make it quick. <laughs> just a quick uh, uh, Life sometimes takes circles on people, and uh, I found myself 25 years ago in the middle of a divorce. And it was kind of a rough one, and I... Uh, wasn't able to see my children, and I I just said, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm going fishing, and I packed up my bags, and I went all over the world. I went to Australia, New Zealand, uh, uh, Argentina, Japan, Korea, uh, Thailand. I ended up in Brazil and the Amazon, and this was, for me, the most exciting fishing I had ever experienced in my life. I said, I'm never leaving, I'm never coming home. Wow. Unfortunately, or fortunately, as it turned out, I ended up having to make a household for my children because of the way the divorce went. And I said, huh, how do I get back here? And so I started a business which allowed me to legitimately take my kids out of school and bring them with me. And of course, we started on a small scale. They're all, you know, they were not harmed. They're all, they all have doctorates and they're, they're all uh, came out just fine for, as a result of the experience. And now we've grown to a very large business that fishes six months out of the year. Well, so you're in the Amazon six months out of the year. Wow. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah you lucky dog. You. I hate you now. <laughs> and nice well, play. look. You know, we have to take care of our clients, so a lot of my time is spent making that sure that everything goes exactly the way it should. These trips are complicated. Clients arrive. We've got to meet them at the airport. We provide hotel rooms for them. They overnight in a, in a four-star hotel, and the following morning, we put them on a charter flight to the fishery. They spend that week in the fishery, and we provide food, drink, open bar. All of our trips are open bar. We have fine wines, elegant food. Uh, we provide rods and reels, fishing licenses. Everything down to a permit to enter indigenous territory is provided. So there's a lot more to it for for me besides I don't get to go fishing every day, unfortunately, but my clients do. Where, where do yeah. the people fly into? What city do they fly into? You fly into Manaus, Brazil. Once you reserve a trip with us, we will arrange all your flights for you, and you're welcome to book them with Miles or your favorite travel agent, or use us. We can book it for you as well. So you, we'll you do everything, you. basically, yeah. We do so everything. Do we everything walk you through the visa process. We help you prepare. And from the moment you arrive in Brazil, we collect you at the airport. Someone is holding your hand the entire time you're in Brazil. Wow. Is she cute? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I had to throw that in. My wife would have killed me right now. Mine, too, so I won't address that question. Have to let that one go. Good, good, good idea. Now, do some of the guides uh, speak English, or do, are there interpreters? Um, every one of our trips has an English-speaking host. Um, so we have a, a host who is there all the time. Uh, we really like to think of our host as a client representative. Yeah. Most of my guides speak English pretty well as also, uh, with the exception of my mountain trip, where my guides there are Ishkariana Indians. And they're all bilingual, but they speak Ishkariana and they speak Portuguese, not English. Uh, but we have a full-time host there who uh, worked as a fishing guide at the Everglades for eight years, was a pilot for Meta Airlines, and speaks perfect English. Well... If there's Catholic altar boys, we can speak Portuguese. Because uh, <laughs> Latin and Portuguese is about the same thing, believe it or not. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not so sure about that one. Well, that, that well, kind of give it everything. a shot. Hey, guys, listen, we just got a little bit less than a minute. Uh, Paul, go ahead and give that website and phone number again. This has been fantastic. Certainly. The website is www.acuteangling, just like it sounds, .com. And our phone number is 866-832-2987. You can find me at Extension 1. That's simple enough. Appreciate that. Thanks a lot, guys. This is Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. John Hennigan is running late. We've got Frank Selby on the line. We're going to take a break. We will be right back. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. 
They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water. We've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, everybody. John is running late today, but no problem. We've got Frank Selby on the line. Take it away, Frank. Yes, I have two of my favorite fishing girls. Kathy, would you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, my name's Kathy uh, Luciano, and I love Frank as well. And Linda, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Linda Dignac, and we love fishing with Frank. <laughs> These are my favorite girls. From the first time they walked into my fly shop, we became instant friends. 
and then they they moved to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to do nothing but fish and have fun. And you're just a short ways away from the Elkhurst Refuge, correct? That's true. I biked over there this morning. Uh, and I know you got a lightning storm going over you. Also true. Uh, but, you might be able to hear it. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to ask you about, how's the rivers running? Are they, well, with the lightning storm, of course they're going to be running muddy. But you girls get out quite a little bit and fish, don't you? We certainly try, and um, the rivers are peaking right now. There is a, a lot of snow that held up high and not so much in the valley. Um, and right now in the last two weeks have been kind of peak flow. Well, so then you've been snowboarding or snow skiing? Um, it's a little bit too mushy for that. It hasn't it hasn't frozen overnight in um, the last month, um, so it's kind of the interim period. Well, I'm not going to put either one of you girls on the spot, but you have three or four rivers in less than an hour and a half drive from you. Is that correct? That would be correct, Linda. Yeah, you bet. We so right now the Snake River um, coming out of the Jackson Lake Dam is yeah. flowing at over seven thousand bfs. Oh, um, they're trying to dump a lot of water because the snow is starting to melt. We've been having a lot of rain, a lot of thunderstorms, and it's been warming up. So it's much higher than usual at this time of year. Um, so the snake and all of its tributaries are, are pretty brown right now. Um, not exactly fishable. I prefer fishing with a dry fly when I can. So not exactly prime weather for that at this moment. Yeah. Well, how's the uh, refuge uh, by the fish hatchery doing? Is it running still clear? Usually when everything else is muddy, it stays fairly quick clear, but they are smarter than a 40-year professor. Yeah, well, we actually went down by the fish hatchery just last week to take a look, and even Black Creek is running. The thing is that part of the refuge, um, fishing doesn't officially open until August, so we can look at the waters, but we can't fish them yet. Yeah, well... At least you get to look at them. I have, you know, it's been years since I've been to Jackson Hole. I used to go up for the elk auction, antler auction. When I was real young, we'd drive down, pick up antlers all over, and then sell them at the auction. They still do that, or did they stop that? I mean, in Jackson Hole. No, they definitely still do the, the elk antler auction. They just did it last weekend, and I think they sold because the main um, source of antlers to be sold there are from the Boy Scouts from Jackson. Yes, I, and, that was always the special, case. <laughs> right, they have a special they have a special dispensation or a special permit, I guess, to be able to go onto the elk refuge and pick up the antlers that are shed there. So only the Boy Scouts and go on to the elk refuge and grab those sheds. Um, and they sold, I think, $170,000 worth of them just last weekend. Wow. 
boy, they have gotten really good in the last 30, 40 years. <clears throat> uh, we used to pick them up up through Beartooth Pass and over there. A lot of the guides would pick them up, and some of them would actually pick them up somewhere else, and I won't mention where, but we would bring them down, and four or five of the guides used to do that. We'd make a little few pennies. But back to fishing. So how long have you been up there now? We started coming up on vacations, well, 17 years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. And we're, most of those were fishing vacations, fishing and hiking. And um, so I guess it's been 17 years. And we've, we moved here uh, about 11 or 12 years ago so that we could spend even more time hiking and fishing rather than spending time traveling to here and back again. Well, you girls have got living the very perfect dream, don't you think, Mark? It sounds pretty incredible. Uh, do, you do, do you do this professionally? No, we don't do this professionally at all. How do you make a living? How do you afford to live in such an incredible area? Well, I work hard through the winter. And, Linda, I, I'm a computer geek. Ah, okay. So, I can work from pretty much anywhere where I have an internet connection and a telephone line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Guess what? I'm calling you. Uh, I cannot get my attachments on my computer. <laughs> Technology doesn't have all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make a trip down to Southern California, Frank. So that okay, can, I've got plenty. Of, we've got two spare bedrooms. You know that. <laughs> Anytime you come down, you're welcome, and then I will take you out on one of my boats. Oh, you can't beat that. Yeah, well. Like I said, I love fishing with Frank. I love fishing with you girls. You girls were the most funnest couple of girls I have ever got to fish with. And I love both of you. My wife loves both of you. We adopted them. They're grown, but we adopted them. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you got any other questions to ask these nice girls? So you're, you're both from the Southern California area originally? No, Actually, I grew up all over the world. Uh-huh. And I went to high school in, in Southern California after um, my dad retired there. Okay. And I went to college in California. And this is Linda. I, I grew up in Pennsylvania and then eventually moved to California probably 30 years ago or so. Okay. How did you run across Frank? Because the weather was much better. A little bit better, <laughs> yeah. How did you run across old Frank? They walked well, into we my in fly California, shop. We, we um, made trips frequently down to Orange County. And one day we would just happen to be passing by and noticed that there was a fly shop on one of the streets we were driving on and yeah. pulled in and met Frank and Bev, and it was great. We took fly tying lessons from them, um, saltwater fishing lessons. Can't beat Frank as a guide. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, saltwater fishing is one thing you can't do here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you've got the other end of it. I think... In Wyoming around there, the rainbow and browns are some of the smartest trout there is in the world. And uh, when you catch 
Go ahead. Uh, although the cutthroat are probably the smartest because they're the native ones that have had to survive with all all the other introduced ones as well. So they're they're pretty special trout. Yeah. Well, you girls are really special too because we've been friends for a lot of years, and I, Bev and me, all there's not a day go by we don't talk about you. And Bev goes, "That's perfect, co- girls for the show." This week, and she called you, and you guys came through for me, and I appreciate it very much. And Mark is one of the best tech guys I have ever worked with, and we want to both thank you. And, Mark, you got any questions you would like to ask the girls? Well, I guess we're just assuming that uh, you use the fly fishing technique or conventional or both, or tell us. Uh, So I didn't fish at all until... uh Linda talked me into trying it, and I thought fly fishing, of course, that the images that, you know, you get from Hollywood and from documentaries, yeah. just such a purist form and, and athletic in a sense. Um, and to me, it, that was the appeal of, of fly fishing, because it seemed like there was a lot more thought that had to go into it. You gave the fish a little bit of a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, I've never done sport fishing either. That's the thing. Fishing is such a big universe. Um, and just to say fish, I guess the first thing that pops into most people's heads is the fish they're familiar with, but there are a lot of different kinds out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't out think the there's nothing... Been fishing. <laughs> but I don't think I there's nothing better than to watch a trout come up and take a blue winged olive in August and September. Or blue down. You bet. Do you agree? Because I used to do spin fishing, but it is, it is, I think, boring compared to uh, to fly fishing. Wow. Although I confess, I've done some, I've done some uh, spin fishing when we fished on places like Yellowstone Lake. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some big lake uh, trout in there. Used to be, there I don't know if they still are. I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we can come back and talk a little bit more. This is Fish Talk Radio. We've got Frank Selby on the line, and uh, don't go anywhere, please. In the Years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, campers. John is running late today, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Frank, go ahead and finish up the show, buddy. Okay. Thank you so much. Kathy and Linda, I wanted to ask you two more questions, and let's get right to the point. Uh, you use uh, snowboard teach in the winter, correct? Correct. I do. Would you give them a number that they could call if they wanted to learn how to snowboard when they're in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Sure thing. I um I teach at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort and my number is three zero seven seven three three five six four three. And if I can't handle what you need, I know a lot of people there that can, including fly fishing guides that um some teach skiing, some teach snowboarding and some just go elsewhere. But um, if you need any information, fishing or snowboarding, I'd be happy to, to talk to you. Thank you, Kathy. You bet, Linda, Frank. Thank you. How's, uh, how was last year's fishing in Yellowstone? Last year was pretty good in Yellowstone. That was some good fall fishing. Um, the water was, there was plenty of water because it had been a huge snow year the year before, the winter before. Um, so there was no, no concerns about being too hot to fish. Sometimes the waters in Yellowstone close because when the temperatures get too warm for the trout, um, they'll close the waters not to stress them out. So last yeah. year was a good year. We're looking forward to, to this year as well. We, we took a look up there last weekend, and most of the rivers are still pretty brown up there as well, but some of them are starting to clear up a little bit. Do you go through the back way, or do you go through uh, Teton uh, National? We usually go through from, um, from the south entrance, which yes. goes, basically, we follow the Snake River up. Because the Snake River comes out right about, its origin is about at the south entrance. 
And then you can follow uh, the Lewis River up to Lewis Lake. The Lewis merges with the snake right about at the park border. So there's, there's some good fishing up there as well. Yeah, I used to make that drive every day. <laughs> Not every day, but pretty close there for a while. Often, often enough, huh? Yeah. Well, you have to come too, back too, and make it with us. Too often, actually. The back then <laughs> gas was very inexpensive. <laughs> well, girls, I appreciate you saving me today. And definitely me and Bev is going to be coming up and talking to you. Or you come down here or we'll come up and all four of us will go fishing for a day. How's that? Sounds sound? great, Frank. Can't wait, Frank. Tell Bev we're looking forward to it, too. Okay, I I think she heard you. So, I appreciate you coming on. And Mark, you have a, one last question you want to ask. You know, if I could just back up just a second, you said that the water would get too warm for the trout. What is the cutoff? What is too warm? Ah, uh, well, so some of the waters in Yellowstone they'll they'll cut off when the water gets to be about seventy degrees. Seventy, okay. Which, when the when the temperature the air temperature has to get really pretty pretty hot yeah um, because it cools down a lot at night but I think two summers ago or three summers ago they did have to close um, the Firehole River for a while and they closed a couple of other areas for a while um, because the water temperatures were getting so high that they were worried the the fish were just gonna gonna strangle not enough oxygen in the water when it gets that warm oh okay so that's that's the real issue then right. Well, there's yeah, that, exactly. and then there's the fire hole actually gets um, runoff from the geysers. They go yeah. right through. That's got to be hot, huh? Yeah, so that's hot right there. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you so much for it, being on the show. Goodness, it, uh, this is really, really fascinating stuff. Yeah. Well, girls, I want to thank you again and appreciate it. What do we got, about a minute left? Well, i got about 30 seconds, Frank. Let's go ahead and wrap it up, and we'll uh, call, okay. it, call it quits. Well, Kathy, Linda, I want to thank you very much, and I hope all of our guests enjoy themselves, and I hope everybody out there listening is ready for a second hour in a short time. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And uh, we also have, of course, uh, uh, Frank Salas, who it's a two-hour program, and I was I missed the first hour, but uh, I came in just to make sure that Frank's doing a good job, and apparently he did a fantastic job in the first hour. I can't wait to listen to it. But uh, anyway, Frank, uh, appreciate you helping out. No problem, always. Yeah, uh, go ahead. We are, I wanted to talk about, uh, we have one room with two people left on our trip coming up, and I hope somebody out there 
that wants to go to Alaska will give us a quick call. All right, let me let me go over that. Uh, we have a trip put together for July 24th to the 29th to Ketchikan, Alaska, and it is an all-exclusive resort. Every, you know, I mean, meals, tackle, boats, everything. And it's uh, I think it's 1850. I believe it's 1850, which is yeah. pretty much all-inclusive except tips and and a, you know like ten dollars in your fishing license. But uh, Anyway, we sold out oh, six weeks, two months ago, but I just got uh, a note from the resort that they have one more room they can give us. So that means we've got one room to take two people. If anybody is interested, they have to move very, very quick. Uh, if you want the information, best thing to do is just give me a call, and it's area code 805 207 3522. If you've never been there, this is the perfect time. If you want to take your wife, it works just fine. If you want to take a fishing buddy, that's even, well, I'm not going to say that's better. You should probably have your wife. But uh, anyway, if anybody is at all interested, please give me a call and we'll see if there's if that room's still available by the time you get in touch with me. And then we got a trip coming up at the end of September to uh, Baja. We'll talk about later. Anyway, Frank, uh, let's, I guess we're going to have to take a break here in a minute, but uh, I do really appreciate you taking care of that first hour for me. That's quite all right. And we always help each also, other. Also, last week when I was um, traveling, uh, you took care of me then, too. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So what, what do you need me for, right? Yeah, we need you. <laughs> okay. Who could I pick on if I didn't have you? <laughs> there you go. And I'm an easy target, right? Okay. All righty. All right. We'll be right back with you. You are fit, listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website, fishhunttalkradio.com, and listen to the show over and over and over. you learn something. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at SoftScience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. 
road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fishman, if fish anywhere, anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'll be there. He's just like a gypsy, mighty hard to hold. Great American fisherman got fishing in his soul. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and yes, welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. We have Frank uh, as our... Selby? Frank, yes, Frank Cold Selby. Well, there's, well, I'm not sure. Uh, it's a two-hour show, and you did the first one without me. I was gone last week, and you did that without me. So I, I think we're going to have to find a new term than co-host. <laughs> Partner. Well, part, yeah, there you go. There you go. Partner. In, in, uh, anyway, we have a, uh, another special guest that we enjoy bringing with you. We have Eric Swanson. And instead of, well, Frank knows all about him. Maybe he could give some accolades. But why don't we just let uh, Eric uh, tell us himself about who he is, where he is, and what he does. Well, thanks, John. Um, I'm Eric, and we have a full-service fly shop up here in West Yellowstone, Montana. And servicing Yellowstone Park and the Madison River. And one of our favorite things to do is take new people out, people who haven't experienced this area, show them why we love Yellowstone in Montana, and take them out fly fishing. Why is that? So <laughs> the first time I ever came here, I was new. And I saw these fly shops up here and was very excited, and it really turned me on to fly fishing. And I got very serious about it. And I wanted to open my own store and share that passion with all the people that come through here and see their excitement for the area, just like I had excitement for the area. Well, it's still a little bit early in the year, so if people are planning on taking some trips or driving or whatever it is, family trip or just a couple of guys that uh, want to experience the Yellowstone area, then you might want to pay attention to this, and I'm sure that uh, Eric is going to give us some information about why you should go there and what to do when you get there. Right. So currently right now we are in our runoff, so the rivers are higher. Fortunately, we're in the headwaters, so there are some rivers that you can at least fish. And as we get into middle June, the rivers will come down, we'll start getting the hatches, and that's what everybody wants is those clear rivers by the end of June, lots of hatches. The big one is the salmon flies that come off. Um, And then all through July, lots of caddis and pale morning duns. And then as we move through the summer into August, we get the terrestrials, uh, hoppers, ants, beetles, 
And, of course, the fall, that's kind of a favorite time, October. Brown trout come up out of the lakes to spawn. I was just going to ask, you know, when you think of trout, normally the first thing you think of is, you know, is uh, uh, rainbow. But, yeah. uh, you know, and I think that rainbow are probably the only trout that are hatchery raised and released. So the ones, you know, the cutthroats and the browns and things are all native. Is that right? Yes. So up here, um, it's all a naturally reproducing population. We'll have a mix of rainbows and browns on the Madison and then as you go over to the east side of the park, the Yellowstone drainage, lots of those native Yellowstone cutthroats Cutthroat. over there. Yes. <laughs> I think Frank yeah. likes those, yeah. Yes, I love them. And love one thing, Eric, this is your 25th anniversary. It is. Is that so, correct? That is correct. And you started in that little tiny log cabin down the street, then you moved right. across the street. Now you moved into a really big Yep. Fly shop. And you have a website, too, don't you? You didn't mention your website. Yep, we have a website. So Eric's, A-R-R-I-C-K-S dot com. And you can go to the website and read more information about our shop. Mm -hmm. Send us inquiries on if you'd like to come out and do a guided trip. And we'll be more than happy to answer all of your questions. Mm -hmm. On that. Well, Eric, um, there's a lot of different ways to spell Eric, and I've never seen yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can figure out how to spell it, it's pretty easy. You just go dot com. Yes. And, and, it, and it's, it starts with an A, yes. and it's A double R I C K S. Yes. Uh, dot com. And if you want to learn anything about fishing in that area, I suggest you check that out and uh, tell us a little bit more about what you do out at, of at the fly shop besides selling flies. So, well, we've got lots of fly tying materials for those who want to tie their own flies. And, of course, we've got all the tackle, rods, reels, and, and everything you'd need for fishing. And then we do take a lot of people out on guided fishing trips. You don't have to have any equipment to do a trip with us. We provide all of the equipment on the trip. So you could fly here with nothing, and we'll take care of all your needs. Okay. Well, let's just say somebody wants to fly in or drive in or whatever. Once they get there, uh, do they have to get a room someplace, and you take them out during the day, or how does that work? So we do day trips. So normally they are either camping out, RVing, or they get a room here. We meet at the shop so we can kind of do the licenses and um, fit them for the waiters. And then they can ride with the guide to the fishing location. Mm-hmm. So most of the fishing that you do, I would assume, would be fly fishing. It's and all fly fishing. It's all fly fishing. Okay. So if somebody shows up um, with a spinning rod with a smile on their face. Mm-hmm. We're going to teach <laughs> them how to put a bubble fish. on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the guides are really good at teaching. Yeah. So any, even if you have never held a fly rod before, that's okay. We'll take you out and teach you how to cast and how to fish, and you'll probably catch some fish on your trip. Well, over the years, I've come to, you know, I'm not a, an avid fly fishing angler, but uh, over the years, I have learned that, generally speaking, it's the most effective way to catch fish. It is, because you're imitating exactly what the fish are eating. So that's, that's what the flies are, is to imitate all those different insects and bugs that the trout are actually mm-hmm. eating. Well, another comment I mentioned before is that, you know, the river runs through it where you see these guys, you know, you know, doing a double haul and looping and throwing it out, you know, 120 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one way to fly fish, but that's not the only way, right? Right, right. So 
that looks very pretty and it's very exciting to do that. But normally, when we're fishing, it's a lot shorter casts. And um, you're trying to keep the flies in the water so the fish have a chance to grab them. So mm-hmm. we're not doing a lot of the line in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't you can't catch fish in the air. We want those flies <laughs> in the water. Yeah. You're not fishing for owls or seagulls. You're yeah. fishing for fish. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Eric. You still do walk trips, too, right? If yes, people do. don't want a float tube, you, you have guides that will take them into the park and do right. the lower part of the Madison there yes. inside the park. And when people um, want to learn how to fly fish, we kind of encourage them to do the walking trip, and then they'll get a lot of hands-on instruction from the guide. My favorite spot, just that second road down into the, as soon as you go through the gate, make a left at the three rocks. Mm -hmm. Junior's always been there for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Eric, since we do have you on, and, you know, I guess you're the old man around there now, but uh, uh, some tips when you're fly fishing. Do you... Uh, you know, there's if you're whether you're nymphing or, or throwing a dry fly or whatever it is. Um, once you get, well, just give us some tips about uh, how to catch fish. So, I mean, there's kind of a lot of the little quick remarks is keep your flies in the water and pay attention. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing. Yeah. And and fly fishing is very visual so we're, we're looking for something so if you're nymph fishing you have an indicator so you're looking for some kind of yep. move, movement from the indicator mm-hmm. anything if, if you're dry fly fishing that flies floating on top so visually you're watching it and you're you're waiting for a trout to take it and you have to be quick because these fish know that that fly is fake and if you don't react yeah. You're not going to hook them. Well, uh, just a, a, a quick story. Uh, someone that's not a part of it, fantastic guy, Neil Taylor, one of the foremost fly fishermen in the world. He, he uh, taught four sitting presidents to fly fish. And he was talking about when he was taking, teaching somebody to fish, and the guy you know, was uh, nymphing. And Neil goes, one. You know, and a little while later he goes, two. You know, and after a while, the guy goes, what are you counting? What are you doing? He says, I'm counting how many fish that grabbed your uh, fly, and you didn't even know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you watch the line more, and you watch the strike indicator, because if that line goes a different way, you know you've got a fish have it in its mouth. Okay. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up, Eric, but uh, as far as the season goes, uh, it sounds like any time from now through, what, October? Yes. Okay. Yes, well, it is. I would suggest people get excited about you know that's it's not just the fishing there. It's such beautiful country. Even if you it is you know even scenery just, is gorgeous. Just take the whole family. Okay, Eric, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and helping us out. And again, that is uh, Eric, which is spelled A R R I C K. So it is Eric's dot com. Thank you so much, John. All right, All right. we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you this summer. I'll stop in. We'll. See Sneak out for a couple hours. There you go. Miss, I really miss you. Okay, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. You can't catch fish. 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 No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, no, no. I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, cause hey, you could pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. For Christ's sake. You can't catch fish. Go back to Illinois, hey. Can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan along with Frank Salas. And we have uh, one of our uh, special guests, which we like to talk to whenever we get a chance. And his name is John Marriott. And he, I'm not sure what your position is, John, but I think you're probably near the top of the ladder. But uh, he has a company called Soft Science. And as a matter of fact, oh, uh, John, uh, there's ones you just sent me. I just, I just put them on. They're the ones that are lace up or do they fin two, three or something like that? Uh, if they're if they're the lace up fishing shoe, yeah, that's the fin three. Yeah. Uh, we also have the new sail fin, which has uh, additional eyelets. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a longer lace-up that's more uh, appropriate for sailing. Oh, okay. Well, what we're talking about is uh, soft science makes footwear. And it's so completely different that people have to understand what it is. Um, I was just thinking yesterday, uh, um, John, is that it's not a shoe, it's a platform. And it's kind of like walking on sand at the beach. There's, you know, and your shoes are specifically designed to be a little bit bigger and wider than the normal shoe. And, you know, we have people that, well, especially women, but we're not going to go there, that, you know, their toes are all crunched together. And over a period of time, you know, they got pointed feet. <laughs> and the, uh, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, these allow your, you know, your feet to to be natural and, you know, and and not be cramped up and you know you don't lace them tight but they're so comfortable and you just kind of walk around and you know you, I now I can't really wear anything else I got other shoes but I just every day I put, put a pair of these on and actually uh, I put it on and uh, if I if you're going to go someplace for a week I don't take two pairs because you just wear the same ones every day for a week but uh, the give us a little bit of an idea about what I said about the platform Sure. So, you know, that, that's really what soft science shoes are all about. It, you know, it's, it's supreme comfort footwear is what we specialize in. And, uh, you know, the platform you're talking about, that's our universal comfort platform. And it consists of uh, a drop-in insole, which uh, is made of our proprietary material called Trillion, which is a, a closed-cell polymer, which basically means it can't absorb water, and if it can't absorb water, it can't absorb stink. Yeah. So yeah. the nice thing about them is you can pull them out, you can throw them in the washing machine, uh, you know, you can wipe them dry, stick them back in your shoes. Uh, you know, anytime you want. The mm -hmm. whole shoe can go in the washing machine. Uh, and, you know, the, depending on the model, uh, you, can, you can either air dry them uh, or drip dry them, et cetera. But, uh, you know, they're, they're made to be used and used hard, uh, washed as often as you want to, um, but remain comfortable. So well, that insole sits on the inside of the shoe, uh, and that's the bright orange colored uh, part. And then that sits on top of uh, a very wide and generous outsole. Uh, it's nice and thick. It absorbs vibration. So when you're when you're on the boat running, the, your your engine vibration gets absorbed. Uh, you know when you're uh, you know in choppy water, uh, that that's going to get absorbed as well. So that it doesn't transmit all of that shock and vibration up through your ankles and your knees and yep. your hips and you know where it ends up. Yep. Kind of ruin your ruining your day and, and making you sore uh, earlier than you want to be. Yeah, it allows you a lot more time in the water. You know that's that's what I find. You know I've I've been fishing for a number of years and I ran a boat for a number of years and uh, you know the one thing is, is you know especially like on an overnight tuna trip or whatever you know, you, you just really start to feel it. And if you can have a pair of shoes under you that gives you back a couple more hours in that day uh, before you start getting tired, before you start getting sore, before your back starts telling you it's time to sit down, uh, I mean, that's really what it's all about. You know, summertime is short. You, you want to spend as much time out on the water, having as much fun as you can, and you don't want your feet giving out on you. 
Well, I can protest to that because I wear mine just about three days a week, and it's like walking on a cloud. I mm-hmm. love them. And I got mine there in last year just uh when did we go to Cabo? Uh, uh, yeah, it was last October, I think. But where did you get those yeah. from, Frank? From you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> yes, and they are the most comfortable shoe I put on. And I'm a floor shine boy from beginning to yeah. end. Yeah, well, floor so, shines make good shoes, but it's a whole different concept. That's right. And, I mean, I can wear them out dress in my slacks and they they look perfect either way if you're fishing or working they are so comfortable and they look good too yeah well you know it's surprising to me nobody pays attention but uh, frequently people you see my shoes and they go what are those <laughs> and i go well they're the most comfortable footwear that that's made but uh yeah well how do i get some but uh you know when you, when you try them on and you, you mentioned earlier about the insole and being waterproof. Uh, when I said that you, I don't wear socks with them, and I can wear them for a week, uh, and they don't stink. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, if you, you get, you know, if you rinse them off or, or scrub them out a little bit, that's fine. But you really don't have to take two or three pairs like you normally would. No, you know, I just got back. Uh, I spent a week over in Italy, uh, and uh, you know, I, I I had the pair that I wore, and I had a second pair in my suitcase, uh, and I I also brought a pair of flip flops, uh, all three soft science, and I just rotated between them, and you know, we 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 went, uh, you know, all over the place, uh, and the entire time I was wearing, uh, uh, you know, my soft science. And they didn't let me down. Uh, you know, I, I climbed all the way to the tall, uh, top of the tallest tower mm-hmm. in, uh, in San Gimignano. Uh, oh. I think my heart was ready to give out. Yeah. My feet were good to go. <laughs> well, John, I, su- I, I suspect you get a pretty good price on those soft science shoes, don't you? You know, they're really they're affordable. Um, you know, we have flip flops uh, that run thirty nine ninety nine to forty nine ninety nine. We uh, the fishing shoes. Uh, the most expensive that we have is $99, but we also have an $89 and a $79 uh, pair. So the, the the fin, the original fin, the fin two, the fin three. So you know nothing that we sell uh, is is more than a hundred bucks. Yeah. And you know they're going to last you several seasons. Uh, I mean that's one of the criticisms we've actually heard from people is is you know I bought these things two years ago. I'd like to buy a new pair, but these are still going strong. Well, I like mine. I really do. And I've only had to wash them once. Yeah. Well. And they they came out perfect. I, John, and they're the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn. Before we get too far into it, uh, let's get your website. And I go there once in a while. And a lot of times you have some special deals on your site. Uh and, you know, when you compare it to the other name brand shoes that are way overpriced, that aren't anything close to as comfortable, uh, it's, it's a pretty good deal. But what is your website? So we're at softscience.com. That's easy. Softscience.com. And, uh, again, you know, sometimes, and I get notices that sometimes where you do closeout and changeovers and, you know, sales and things, and it's... Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, it, it really is. And I've always believed that whatever you buy, whether it's a fishing reel or um, a car or whatever it is, um, if, you, if you buy the quality from the beginning, you're never going to be dissatisfied. I mean, you can go to Big Five and buy some shoes for 30 bucks, uh, but if they don't do what they're supposed to do, then you threw your money away. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's why we stand behind our products, too, because, you know, we offer a 60-day uh, supreme comfort guarantee. Basically, you know, you buy your shoes on our website, you wear them. If they don't work out for you for whatever reason, send them back. We're paying the shipping, and we'll refund the money. Okay. So it's really no risk for somebody to give us a try. Uh, but our, I'll tell you, our return rates are very, very low. Yeah, well, you guys are fairly new to the market. Do you want to give just a real quick, we don't have much time, background into the soft science? Sure. So we really launched in, uh, in 2015, and originally uh, the lineup uh, was, was mostly a, uh, a men's casual shoe called the Drift, uh, which is still one of our top-selling shoes. Uh, and it was really in 2016 that we introduced uh, the first of our fishing shoes, the Fin. And once that started taking off, we really expanded the lineup. We added the flip-flops. And then in subsequent years, you know, we, had, we went from the Fin to the Fin 2, uh, which is, you know, one step up. And we added the Fin boot and the Terrafin, which is our fly fishing boot. So yeah. we just really built off that initial foundation for the last three years or so. Well, I'll tell you, one of my favorites is um, when you put uh, boots on or wading boots, they're such a pain to put on. But you've got these kind of a neoprene that they slip on with a zipper on the side, and you can get in and out real quick, and they're extremely comfortable. Yeah, that's our thin boot with the side zipper. And, and uh, you know, we've got the the zipper on the outside of the ankle so that when you're, you know, walking in a stream or whatever, you're, you know, you're not rubbing right. zippers against each other. Right. Um, those are really e easy on, easy off. Mm -hmm. And then for those who like, you know, prefer a tie-up boot, we've got the Terrafin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also well, really easy to get in, get on and off because they've got the speed laces at the top. Yeah. Well, John, uh, we really appreciate uh, sharing this product information with us. And I think that you both, Frank and myself, highly endorse it. So yeah. go, to, go to softscience.com, check it out. And I'll tell you what, um, John gives a guarantee. I'll give you a personal guarantee. If you don't like them, I'll buy them from you. You are listening. Yeah, beat that deal. You are listening for Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and uh, go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show and learn more about it. Thank you, John. years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. And boat with a bunch of fancy gear, crepe steaks, you north and lures. Every style, type, and size, if you think that'll help, you're in for a surprise, cause money. Can't buy school, you know the guys and me, we can catch them at will against Shad Rap. You ain't no match, fish are just something that you can't catch. For crying out loud, guy, you can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Built a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention. I was spinning way too fast. Before I knew it, I was staring at a 10-pound shiny bass. When I tried to pull the fish inside, I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh. I was so scared. I threw my rod up in the air. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. We have Frank Salas, and we also have another... You know, Frank, I have to hand it to you. You've been lining up guests for us, and you just keep finding these truly expert um, that we get so much information from, things that, you know, I'm not not as uh, um, world-traveled and as professional as you are, but, you know, these we keep finding more about these places that you wouldn't have thought of. Uh, Yes. Arizona, you know, on the surface goes, well, why would you want to go fishing in Arizona? You know, you go to Colorado or... <laughs> or uh, the Eastern Sierras or something, but we're going to find out why, because we have John Scooter Griffith, uh, aka Scooter, and he is uh, Arizona fishing guide, both conventional and fly. So, uh, Scooter, tell us about your operation. Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, we do, we do a lot of stuff here in Arizona. We have about six lakes that we fish consistently, um, but it does get a little bit of pressure. I mean, you have six million people here in the valley area, so that gets a little bit of pressure. But we do conventional gear, fly fishing. We do all kinds of stuff, mostly from our 21-foot tournament-rigged bass boats. Mm. Um, we go out. Like I said, you meet us at the lake, and, and uh, we take you fishing for either half days or full days. 
Uh, we have stripers, white bass, large bass. We have some yellow bass. Um, the trout stuff that we do is up on the Mogollon Rim. Uh, so that's about an hour and 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. the valley. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's good for kids. It's good for beginners. Um, you know, I make this joke for years that I've changed diapers on my boats um, <laughs> for little kids. And I've had a 102-year-old man on my boat, you know, uh, still Catching alive fish. fishing and, and doing his thing. So well, we've done it all, that's, that's what, for sure. That's what keeps you going. Um, <laughs> now, just to talk about Arizona a little bit, um, it, if around the Phoenix airport, what is it, about 110 right now? Yeah, I think it is actually. Okay, well, that's I just got a warning on my phone that it was a heat warning in Mesa here, which is right next to Phoenix. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, you don't think of trout fishing in 110-degree weather. So um, where do you, how far do you have to go to, to get some elevation, and how high do you go? Uh, I think Payson is, like, right at 4,500 feet, and then you go just a little bit above there into the Mogollon Rim, which is going to be pushing probably right at 5,000 feet. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, from the Phoenix airport, it might take you, I think, an hour and 40 minutes, an hour oh. and 30 minutes, oh, okay. something like that. So, yeah. yeah. So it, it's amazing how you can, during the wintertime, you could be down here and some of the snowbirds are laying at the pool, and then their relatives are driving an hour to be in snow. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's definitely has some diverse elevation for right. sure. And where are you located? We're in Mesa area, which is right next to Phoenix. It's the basically you call it the Valley of the Sun. Oh yeah. So it's all yeah they all kind of connect and they're all right next to each other. Mm-hmm. So awesome. our lakes that are here that we fish for bass uh, on our boats are all within you know twenty five to forty five minutes from the airport mm-hmm. or downtown Phoenix or Scottsdale. Yeah, that's uh, well. They think that's supposed to be a very spiritual place, the Valley of the Sun. Yeah, yeah that's it for, is for good reason. <laughs> But so. it is well. You said there's a, a lot of pressure, but I can't imagine uh, to be that much pressure on what you have available. Yeah, I mean, you know, once you get up north and and stuff like that uh, to the trout fisheries that we have, that's not as much pressure. Um, you know, around the valley, it's just local fishermen that like to fish, and uh, you know, this time of year we start really early. We we start about five in the morning, and you know, we do a half day trips, and we're done about nine thirty, ten o'clock. So Whoa! We're, yeah, we're off the water before the the ski crowd hits. Well, in other and, words, uh, you can you can be back home before your wife gets out of bed. Exactly, <laughs> or anyone knows that you've gone. At the yeah, anybody, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, there's uh, what's the best lake there uh, to fish for largemouth bass. Uh, uh, as far as there... trophies go, yeah, trophies, trophy fishing. We're going to stick to like Roosevelt uh, and Saguaro for the next couple of months, and yeah. then uh, as far as numbers go, we end up going to like Bartlett, even Pleasant. And these are all lakes that are real close. They're just in different directions from the valley. Uh, But they're all still, you know, 35 to 45 minutes. They're all really close. It's amazing that you could be in a parking lot somewhere downtown Phoenix and then 35 minutes later be in the most mystique, the prettiest mountain salt river chain of lakes and bighorn sheep everywhere and stuff Mm. like that. It's it's a really impressive place. Mm. Well, I certainly you know been woken up about Arizona. I mean, I just didn't, didn't realize what was there, because you, you know if you fly in and out of Phoenix and you look around and there's this big flat valley with nothing but sand and sun. Yeah, it is a hey, great Scooter? place. I've lived here my whole life, so I, I've been exploring quite a bit for 45 years now. Hey, Scooter, are you yes, going to be in any of the tournaments this summer? 
Yes, uh, actually, I'm fishing a night tournament. We have some night circuits that go on to I'll fish that tomorrow. We fish a lot at night just because it's a little bit easier on the bass and it's easier on the fishermen. Uh, but my next event is going to be the FLW Costa Series at the California Delta. And then yeah. from there, we'll go to the U.S. Open and then over to um, hopefully Gunnersville for the FLW Championship. Well, I wish you luck when you're in the Delta, but I can't wish you too much. Half about four of my buddies are probably going to be fishing that too. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were going to have uh, Mr. Barrick on so we could pick his brain a little bit. Well, yeah, he, he's on next week. Uh, yeah, and Scooter, let's kind of talk a little bit about you know your your trips. Um, fly fishing, obviously, you know, is that's all Frank will do, and he's very very good at it. I've seen him in action. But, uh, you know, some people, you know, you get a, a cheap spinning rod with your kid and you go out and you want to catch fish. Um, but give us an idea, uh, you know, about do you, do you need to be in a boat? You fish from shore. And if someone wants to use spinning gear or whatever else it is, a bass rod or something, um, uh-huh. give, us some, give us some ideas about that. Sure, yeah, you can do both up at Woods Canyon Lake. We have a couple different ways that we fish up there. We have Woods Canyon Lake, Willow Springs, and then we have some of like the Tonto Verde and then also Christopher Creek area. Uh, so we can be stream fishing or we can also do the lake, mm-hmm. and we could do either one. And spinning rods are just as welcome as a fly rod. Um, we, and, and also some experience stuff. You know, we got some browns up there, but mostly they're all going to be, you know, stalker rainbows and then tiger trout as well. We have a lot of that. Tiger, uh, that are tiger trout. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not tiger sure if, trout. I'm not sure I'm familiar with tiger trout. It's like a cross between a rainbow. It's a real beautiful fish. They're, you know, we're running, raising those in our hatcheries up in the tunnel area as oh. well as rainbows. Hmm. So it's a pretty cool fish, but it, it acts and, and looks like a uh, like a rainbow. Mm-hmm. It just has a little bit different markings on it. But it's a pretty fish, you know, and it's not super easy to catch, but it is absolutely mm-hmm. attainable for the beginner or the most experienced fisherman. So it's a nice deal. And like I said, we do it on a, sometimes we do it on a bass boat, and then sometimes we do it on like 17-foot aluminum mm-hmm. uh, up there because it's easier to get into some of the areas. Well, give us a little bit of an idea on catch and release. Now, we know that, I don't know any bass fisherman that, you know, that uh, um, that kills fish. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you want to go fishing and, you know, and you want to come home with, you know, take your kid out there and he wants to come home and, you know, have his trout for dinner, uh, give us sure. an idea about uh, catch and release and of the different types. Yeah, we have a couple of ways that we do it. So if you want table fare, we could go up and do some trout fishing, and you can catch and keep six per person. And then if you are in the valley and you're bass fishing, we have stripers and white bass. Oh. So uh, as a rule, um, as my rule as the owner of the Arizona Fishing Guides, our largemouth bass are 100% catch and release. Mm-hmm. It's just our resource probably couldn't handle as many trips as I do a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stripers and whites, we could do catch and keep. We'll put them in your cooler at the end of the day, and they're great for fish tacos, that well, sort of thing. I'll tell you um, what, striped bass is probably one of the tastiest you know, fish that you can get. Yeah. And underrated. I mean, especially out here. I mean, these are landlocked stripers, but they're born and raised in, in Lake Pleasant at this point. They've come from the Colorado River. But they are just great, you know, like a firm white fish. Yeah, firm white fish. It's really meat, good yeah. to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. tasty. So, I like the white bass very much, too. <laughs> 
Yes, that is a very good one. And it's it's my um that's my particular fish that I like to eat as a white bass and I'll I'll do fish tacos for my family at home. I like to eat them during the winter more than any time. Yeah. Uh mostly because that's when I catch the most of them because we're doing certain techniques that that are leaning towards more catching of the white bass. So, yeah, it's okay. a fun time. Okay, Scooter, I'm going to throw you a curve. Sure. Give us a recipe. Uh, you know what? I just I, I don't try to cut them absolutely perfect and get every little morsel off. I just catch a lot of them so that I can cut them with just get the big fat part of the meat of them. So you fillet them? All, so yeah, all I do is just mm-hmm. bread them and fry them. So you fillet uh, them first then? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. and then bread them and fry them, and I throw them. I do cabbage, uh, not thousand, yeah, thousand island dressing, mm-hmm. and then uh, cheese and, and homemade salsa. I wrap it up in a corn tortilla and <laughs> just start handing them out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm on my way. Uh, yeah. What time is dinner this uh, <laughs> winter? <laughs> well, it, it's, yeah, in the winter time because today we're celebrating Mama's birthday, so we're going to go oh. over to the Angry Crab. But yeah, it's a uh, you know you come by any time. I'd love to feed you. Okay. Okay. Good. Now, what about uh, you? Don't do any hunting. Is there? You know, tell us a little bit more about the area. We've only got about a minute. Sure. No, I do a lot of hunting. Uh, as a guide, I don't hunt, but I do take my son Fisher uh, on junior hunts. That now he's only fourteen, and my daughter she loves to hunt, so mm-hmm. it works out really well. I get to kind of get both of both worlds to get to fish with my son and hunt with my daughter. There you go. That's <laughs> lots of elk yeah. out here. It's really fun. Yeah. No, that's that that's fantastic because you know women have been kind of pushed aside, but I think the number one segment of fishing is women now. Of the, nice. gro- the growing uh, portion. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we lots, of, the... lots of stuff with women. You know, lots of moms come out and bring their kids. You know, um, so that works out really well. I have a handful of clients that only bring their sons out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something about the father-son bonding, but uh, you know, it's, it is a family sport, and it's you know, it's the real true American sport. And you know, they say baseball, but fishing, I think, is probably the truest American sport, and that brings families together. Oh, I think I believe that wholeheartedly. I've been in for twelve years. Okay, well let's let's try that uh, website again, and that uh, we were talking about the state of Arizona, and so it's ArizonaFishingGuides.com, ArizonaFishingGuides.com, and I'm sure if you uh, check that out and get in touch with Scooter, it'll be well worth the trip. I look forward to it. I really appreciate it. Hey, Thank, Scooter, real quick, one quick. question. No, no, no. We're out of time. Oh, well, we'll, we'll bring you back, Scooter. Thanks, Rick. Okay, we'll uh, be back in touch. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Hey, let's see if we Scooter will hang over to the next segment. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest-lasting, functional, and best-looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. 
Look for AFCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. That's what I'm doing. Think about nothing, not even you. Catch me a big one, the fine speckled trout. Slapping in the water, I pull it right out. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have Frank Salas, and we've been visiting with, oh my gosh, I don't know, we lost somebody, maybe, we'll see. No, there's somebody back. Anyway, uh, well, let's take a, let's take a head count. Uh, Scooter, are you still there? Okay, hang on. Oh, he's coming back on. And Frank, you're still there, right? All right. Uh, I'm here. Uh, 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 Scooter? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. That's great. Now, I appreciate you coming on and finishing it up with us. Um, and I was just, during the break, I was asking about, you know, if people want to come and visit you, uh, what do you recommend? Whether, of course, they're going to be a cross-country trip in an RV, or they're just going to fly into Phoenix and go with you. Uh, you know, give us some ideas on what you suggest. Sure. I mean, there's there's a lot of, like, five-star resorts that are casinos and things like that. We have two or three yeah. of those that are, that are pretty nice. We have uh, the one place that I use quite a bit is called the Saguaro Lake Lodge Resort, and it's a real, like, family-orientated, real rustic. There's, like, big great rooms and then sleeping quarters with, you know, with uh, bathrooms and showers. But they cook for you every morning, and they cook for you at night for dinner. It's really kind of cool. It's right on the water um, below the lake that we're fishing, but it's on the Salt River chain. There's deer. There's wild horses through there. You can do horseback riding while you're there, but it's a really neat place. I like mm-hmm. that place a lot. Uh, well, Frank, we do have you back, but I was just going to say, uh, you know, if you've got an RV, do it, but most people don't. There's no reason why you can't just, uh, you know, pack up the car and put a tent on if you need to, and there's plenty of accommodations. Around there, there is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of camping spots around the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scooter, I got one more question to ask you. <laughs> How many guides do you have with you? 
and uh, if they can't get you, you've got some great guys that are there. That's a great question. You know, I, I've, I've handpicked every guy that works for me. Uh, I've been doing this for, for for 12 years full-time now, and I just can't keep up with all of our clients. So I have about 10 guides that work for me full, you know, on and off throughout the year, but I have three or four full-time guides. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we try to stay busy all year long. I mean, it's it's harder during the summer, but we still do somewhere between 40 and 50 trips you know, a month during the summer hot months. We well, just do them real early. <laughs> just, just, just a quick comment, Scooter. Um, there's a lot of people that will spend five or $10,000 on a fishing adventure. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people can't do that, especially if you want to take your family. So sure. if, if they want to come out, I always recommend, even if you know what you're doing, at least the first day get a guide. And yeah. you know, and then you can, you know, your chances of success are better. If you can afford it, you know, get one every day, that's even better. But, if, you know, can you comment on that? Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, my biggest thing is I, I always feel like, like we take the learning curve out of it. I mean, you, you could come out and figure it out yourself, but if you only have five days or three days or whatever it is, you know, hire hire us. We'll take you out. We'll show you what we do and why we do it for the first day, maybe in the first two days. And then from there on, we'll show you what you should do. And maybe even sometimes I'll end up looking at people's equipment or their boats and helping them out that way and telling them this is what I would buy or what I would get next. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they just kind of go on from there. So it's it works out really, really nice. And all of my guys are just so helpful and you know, we're not afraid to share all the information that we've gained over the, you know, I've been fishing for now for, geez, almost 25 years, mm-hmm. uh, full time, you know, for a lot. So, well, I'll tell you yeah. what, the, you know, the guides, <clears throat> yeah, it's not, it's not cheap. You know, you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks for sure. But, you know, they're up at 4 o'clock in the morning getting everything <laughs> ready. Then they go out, then they can put everything away. It's a long day and hard work to guide somebody. It really is sometimes, you know. Everyone always says to me, gosh, what a great gig you have. Well, yeah. I don't think they're going to be saying that after 35 days straight on the water. <laughs> there you with go. Four hours of sleep a night. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to wrap this one up for sure. Uh, but, Scooter, we really appreciate uh, you coming and joining us, and we learned a lot more about fishing in Arizona. Go to the ArizonaFishingGuides.com. And, of course, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com, and you can, right on the front page, you can listen to the show as many times as you want. 